Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. To the phones, all guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. He's an NFL insider and 49ers reporter. Matt Barrows, he joins us. Matt, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. Getting really excited for this Cowboy Niner game. I'll start you with a softball because that's what I I like to do. Shout out to Jenny Finch. Uh, High-scoring game, low-scoring game. Which way do you see this one playing out on Sunday? Yeah, I see high scoring, um, and, and of course that means that it'll be uh, ten to six. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my thought is uh, gorgeous day on Sunday. Uh, no rain in the forecast, and you've got these two offenses that really looked uh, great in their in their opening round games. And this is sort of a, a playoff thing uh, in my mind. Uh, unless you're playing in Green Bay, usually by this point in the season. Um, the uh, you know the offenses have kind of worked things out, uh, not not uh, making as many penalties. Uh, they kind of understand the concepts, this, that, and the other. The defenses might be worn down a little bit after playing uh, 18 games. So um, you know, and, and I think that's that's sort of the key to this 49ers team is that. Perhaps in previous uh, iterations of the 49ers, they couldn't keep pace with, uh, you know, Dak Prescott uh, uh, at, at full throttle or maybe a Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, those types of teams. But you know, this has been a scoring machine with Brock Purdy. Really the only game that they uh, they struggled to score points was that game in Seattle where Brock Purdy had, you know, essentially a uh, uh, his, uh, his right side was uh, impaired with that uh, oblique injury. So um, he's uh, full go now. This offense is certainly full go. Every member of that uh, that weaponry that he has uh, is on the field. Um, And, uh, you know, I'd be surprised if uh, they they score fewer than 30 points. You know, it's it's funny. People have said, oh, Purdy's got the it factor. And I'm like, well, what is it? You know, and I, I guess I would say it's it's a combination of touch and timing and accuracy. Um, but I guess I'll throw it to you. I mean, what does he have that stands out to you? And what surprises you about his ascension? Because he's just he's just been spectacular. Yeah, well, you know, the the it to me is it, it happened in that Miami game where he just came in cold, and you thought, oh boy, seventh round pick, kind of taking over this offense. Uh, there's going to be all sorts of mistakes, and the timing's going to be off. And um, it was none of that. He he hit the ground running, and um, I give you know full credit to him and, and to the 49ers defense really, because I I, I think it's really. Related to the fact that he was, he had been functioning as the scout team quarterback. He'd been going up against Jimmy Ward and Fred Warner and Nick Bosa in practices. And to both of their credits, I mean, uh, Purdy was, was pushing it in those practices. 
Um, and he was kind of figuring out what the pacing is, the timing is, in order to complete a pass against a, a, a top-tier unit. And so uh, that, I think that ended up being extremely beneficial to everybody uh, because when he got into that Miami game, there was no lag. Uh, and he just kind of took off from there. I mean, it, it went from the Miami game to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and, uh, you know, that was one of his, his best games. So <laughs> every week it's like a different challenge for him. Um, you know, it's going from, oh, boy, his first ever start. It's against Tom Brady. Oh, boy, his first ever road game. It's in Seattle. Uh, and now he's got, uh, he's got the Cowboys coming in for his first ever divisional playoff game against really – uh, the the first really good team that he's played. I think there's been a lot of mediocrity uh, in the in the opponents that they've had, um, and this is uh, this is another big test for him on Sunday. How much of that plays into the 49ers maybe being a little bit cautious going into this game? The fact that they haven't played a bunch of world beaters. Seattle, yes, they were a playoff team, but but barely. Washington and Vegas and Arizona, teams that were not in the postseason. Is there some concern that the 49ers are facing the toughest team that they've played in the better part of two months? Yeah, I mean, I think that has to be a concern. Um, I mean, look at the last really great team that they played. Uh, it was the Chiefs in Week 7. And then it's been a bunch of teams that uh, are either not very good or, or around 500. I mean, each of those teams has been flawed. And to their credit, the, the 49ers have dispatched uh, most of these teams pretty pretty thoroughly, with, uh, with the exception of the Raiders. Um, but, um, yeah, they, they really haven't played one of the, the titans of the NFL. And, um, uh, you know, I think the Cowboys are, are in that category. I think the Eagles certainly are in that category. So if both the 49ers and the, and the Eagles win, of course, that uh, championship game will be in Philadelphia. And then that will be the, the biggest test. <laughs> if they win that one, uh, it'll probably be either the Chiefs or the Bills or maybe the, the, the Bengals. And then that will be the biggest one. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's a, a, a great point. Um, uh, like I said, uh, a lot of teams are sort of in that, uh, that mediocre range in the NFL. And um, those have been mostly the 49ers' opponents since Week 7. One of the interesting elements of this thing is both defensive coordinators, D'Amico and uh, Quinn, had been interviewing for multiple jobs this week. Matt, do you have any idea, and I was asked this question yesterday, what the time impact is for an interview with a, with a prospective head coach? I mean, has D'Amico spent two hours on this? Has he spent 20 hours on this? I mean, what, what do you know? Well, I mean, um, I, I would think that he got a lot of it, a lot of the heavy lifting out of the way last year when he was interviewing for the Vikings job. Remember, he pulled out of that job, but he pulled out of the, the second interview. So he had one. Um, so he, I, I think he, he, you know, knew what he was going to be asked. He had prepared last year. So uh, I'm sure he had some of his ducks in a row then. And then, you know, the 49ers have the benefit of, of having played uh, on Saturday of last week, whereas the, the Cowboys played on Monday. And so the 49ers had an extra day off. So I can only imagine, and, and D'Amico Ryan speaks later today, but I can only imagine that he took one of those off days um, and did a lot of the preparation for his uh, his upcoming interview. So he's got he's got the Broncos tonight, 
and then um, I believe he has the Texans tomorrow. And you know what? I have no idea how long those interviews are. I, I would guess they're an hour, maybe two hours. Um, but uh, you know, this this happens every off season, and uh, you know. Uh, I, I I don't think that it's a big um, hindrance to his uh, his weekly preparations. NFL insider, 49ers reporter Matt Barrows here. Willard and Dibbs, ninety five seven. The game, Larry in for Mark Willard. Two of the last three opponents have gone over a hundred yards rushing. Is it just a case that they faced good ground games, or is this run defense starting to show some slippage? Yeah, you know what? Um, th- that first half against the Seahawks was was not good, um, and they they turned things around in the second half. Obviously, the the Seahawks scored one touchdown late against uh, you know uh, a, a defense that was full of backups. But I, I did get the sense yesterday in the locker room that the Forty ers are concerned about intensity that. They went into Dallas last year, and this is Nick Bosa speaking, that they, they, they played with their hair on fire in that game. And that was a continuation of, of how they were playing at the end of that season. Remember, they had, to, they had to basically win out in order to even make the playoffs. So they were already on a roll. And, um, you know, if there's any concern, it's that they haven't quite captured that intensity level that they had going into that game into Dallas. They, they hit... Dak Prescott 14 times in that game. That's a huge, huge number. Um, and, and they did it without Bosa for the second half. So it really was um, sort of an all-hands-on-deck situation where, where everybody was stepping up, and they were getting contributions from Charles Menehue and uh, Jordan Willis and Kevin Givens and Aziz Alshair. I mean, all these guys that are sort of in backup roles kind of stepped to the fore in that game. They, uh, Bosa's point was that they need that effort um, in this game. Um, they need to rattle Dak Prescott. They can't make him, allow him to be as comfortable as he was against the Buccaneers. Um, and so uh, I, I think you're right. There, there, there's a kind of a tightening that needs to happen. Um, and, um, you know, that's sort of uh, the, the double-edged sword of kind of, uh, you know, wrapping up the division on December 15 and then sort of coasting into the playoffs Whereas last year you were really kind of struggling to get into the playoffs. Yeah, you're more, you're more rested, you're more recovered. This is a much healthier team, by far healthier team. But they don't have quite the same momentum that uh, that they had. Uh, at this point last season. You know, it's interesting. The Niners, I agree. I think the Niners' defensive line's got to impact this game and put pressure on on Prescott. Prescott's got 15 picks in 12 games, so he will throw you one. But you like this game to be high scoring. I agree with you there. I'm a little concerned, to be honest, about Gibson, Hafanga, and Lenore, and even a little bit on Charvarius Ward after watching him the last couple weeks, down the field, playing with poise, with the ball in the air, Especially contesting the, you know, the, at the high point, you know, some of these balls that Prescott throws up there. How concerned are you? You like a high-scoring game. Does that make you think that that the Niners' secondary is not going to be able to stand up? How concerned do you think the 49ers are about their secondary? Uh, you know, look at the last three games. I mean, uh, Devontae Adams goes well over 100 yards, a couple of TDs in, in Las Vegas. Then A.J. Green comes in and 
has a big, you know, touchdown to open the game. He, he was close to 100 yards in that contest as well. And then DK Metcalf, uh, another monster game last week. So that they've been, uh, you know, big, savvy, tall receivers have been their the thorn uh, in the 49ers side the last three weeks. They've got another one coming in. In, in CD Lamb, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I think everybody who watched that Monday night game saw Dalton Schultz have a, have a huge game. Uh, so obviously, the the Cowboys found um, some uh, some room in that Tampa defense to, to really kind of hit hit Schultz. He was close to a hundred yards in that one as well. I mean, uh, to me, that that kind of shows the diversity of of the Cowboys' attack. I mean, you had the remember the Raiders game; they were hitting Darren Waller. They had Josh Jacobs at running back. They had Devontae Adams at wide receiver. All three phases were, were clicking against the 49ers, and, and the Cowboys absolutely have that potential. Got two really good running backs. They've got Schultz, who's probably the kind of unsung member of that offense, and then they've got uh, the, the C.D. Lamb and, and Michael Gallup on the outside. So um, it, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of things to worry about with that Cowboys offense. We haven't even talked about Dak Prescott running the ball. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, that's a concern. You know, the 49ers will go into this game saying, okay, if we take away the run, then everything will kind of fall into place. So, to me, that's, that's the key. Uh, the Seahawks were able to establish the, the run early. They, they attempted 20 runs in the first half on Saturday. The, the 49ers have to kind of discourage that uh, level of running early on, I think, in order to really kind of take control defensively. It's going to be fascinating to see the push-pull from both sides of the ball. Matt Barrows, thank you for joining us, and uh, enjoy the game Sunday. We'll probably see you down there. All right, I look forward to it. Talk to you later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.